to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. Today we're going to talk about mindful gratitude. Gratitude is a practice that can be incredibly insulating if we let it. In fact, there is quite a bit of research on how the effects of gratitude continue long after the expression of it. By cultivating a gratitude practice in our families or in our individual lives, we give ourselves a layer of protection against uncertainty, against loss, against challenging times. That's not to say that we don't face those things, and that's not to say that those things don't have a major impact on us. It is to say that when we practice gratitude, we have a huge tool in learning to cope with the things that we struggle with, the things that are hard for us, and the days when life is challenging. As I contemplated gratitude before this podcast, I was thinking about all the ways gratitude has been insulating for me during challenging times. During years when I struggled through infertility, it was really hard for me to think of things to be grateful for. And I admit that that stretch was one that really, really challenged my ability to find gratitude in moments of struggle. Having said that, moving through that stage of our life gave me so many opportunities to see blessings, to see opportunities, to see people who were placed in my path that I might not have seen if I didn't have to look so hard for what to be grateful for. Let me share a brief story to explain. During a time when we were trying to figure out what to do in terms of infertility treatments, I happened to come into connection with someone who is now a dear friend to me. Initially, I didn't know her story, but she moved in just down the street. As I got to know her better and got to know different uh, parts of her history, I realized that there was so much I could learn from the graceful way that she'd navigated challenges in her own life. Up to that point, I had been feeling really frustrated that the things that were coming my way weren't things I had anticipated or planned or prepared for, and that I was facing circumstances in my life that I just didn't want to have to deal with. This friend, in her wise way, supported my growth through that time and offered me a very tangible soul to be grateful for in her as she guided me through different struggles that she'd faced and the way that she had overcome them. And gratitude was something that she consistently relied on to get her through. As we spent hours running, walking, chatting, cooking, spending time together, I started to pick up this habit a little bit more and my bitterness at the life that I had been dealt and the struggles that I was facing started to ebb a little bit in the face of some newfound things to be grateful for. By being around her and by cultivating a small, very small at that time, gratitude practice, I could start to appreciate the ways that the experiences I was having were blessing my life instead of ruining it. That's not to say that the struggles weren't real and that I didn't feel heartbroken or that it didn't take a lot of work to make it through. It is to say that once I started practicing gratitude, it was kind of like I was insulated from some of the hurt of what I was experiencing. I had a little layer around me that was something I could control. 
I could control what I found to be grateful for. I could control the act of choosing gratitude. And that gave me just this level of protection and insulation is the best word for it that made the struggles that I was facing a little less uh, rough. I share this story to acknowledge that it is not always easy to find gratitude, but that sometimes if you have someone who's decent at it alongside you, that you can, it can make it a little easier. So today I offer you a few things that I've learned about gratitude in the 15 years since I had the good fortune of running into a friend who was really great at it. So in terms of ideas for expressing gratitude, I want to just share a few that our family has used and a few that I've heard of that your family might appreciate. We had at one time a gratitude box and we decorated just a small cardboard box that you could get from a craft store. Jessica put a lot of jewels on it. There were stickers, markers, all kinds of decorations. Individuals in our family were invited throughout the day to put in notes about things that they were grateful for. I had a small little pad of paper next to the box with a pen, some pencils, and some colored fun pens because that made it more enticing. And we would all put our little notes in the box during the day and then read them after dinner. This was especially helpful, again, during a time of struggle because it made us focus on the things that were going really well, the things that were happening that we had a lot of enthusiasm around, and it enabled us to see that even in the thick of challenges, there were wonderful, beautiful things around us. Another stretch, we did a practice called Rosebud Thorn where we would share what our rose was from that day. So something we were grateful for that happened as part of that day. Something that was hard or scary. That was the thorn. And then the bud was something we were looking forward to the next day. And again, just practicing that simple exercise at dinner gave us conversation topics and then also insights into what each of us was navigating. It helped us understand what the other people in our family valued and what they needed by way of support. It was a practice that, again, helped us to connect and also helped us focus our attention where we wanted to put it. One of the things that... um, has also been prominent in my gratitude journey is gratitude for my body. One of the ways that I can really get frustrated is when my body's not working like I would like it to. (laughs) There have been a few instances in our family and in my own personal life where that's been the case. In those moments, it's really, really easy to get frustrated with the body, to get frustrated with it not working, to get frustrated with what it's doing or the way that's impeding our progress through life. In those moments, I choose gratitude because it helps me make uh, peace with my body. It helps me express the gratitude for the things my body can do. And it helps me focus on the ways that my body is serving me diligently. And it helps me to lessen the frustration around things my body isn't able to do anymore or really struggles to do. When we practice this gratitude for the body, it can feel a little uncomfortable at first, especially if we're not accustomed to it. 
But over time, again, what we look for grows, right? And so as we practice gratitude with the body, gratitude for the body grows and we see more and more ways that the body is serving and supporting us. One one of the other ways that can be really wonderful to practice gratitude is to look for the lovely in each day. Frequently, there are lovely views around us. I know when we lived in Texas, the sunsets were gorgeous. Here in Utah, the mountains are stunning. There are so many opportunities to look for lovely things around us that don't necessarily have anything to do with our life, our body, or circumstances. And so one of the ways to practice gratitude that's a little more removed and can be a little bit easier to get started with is to look for something lovely around you. That's a practice that can be really rejuvenating both from like a visual and aesthetic standpoint and then also from an internal emotional standpoint. One of the things that Christine Carter, who's a researcher on happiness, has discovered is that there is a full 40% of our happiness that we have control over. There's like about 50% that's genetic, 10% that has to do with life circumstances, resources, things like that. And then 40% that we can kind of manage. It's within our realm of control. And gratitude, she says, plays a huge role in this because it is a very, very real and specific way for us to direct our attention to the things that are wonderful about our world, to the things that are serving us in our lives and to the opportunities that are in front of us. When we can turn our attention there, instead of seeing the roadblocks, the frustrations, and the ways that we're not getting what we want, we come into contact with greater happiness. She says that persistence is key with the practice. And as I read through her book, she has a book called Raising Happiness. I've mentioned it before. But her chapter on gratitude was interesting because she talked about it from this perspective of kids. And how really giving kids a gratitude practice that is consistent makes a huge impact on their well-being. And in a time when we have a variety of influences on our children and a variety of challenges that they face, offering them a consistent gratitude practice is such a simple and beautiful gift to help them cultivate tools for resilience later in life. As I thought about Christine Carter's words around happiness and how it's such a gift we can give our children in terms of resilience, I was encouraged to revisit the practice in our home now. And I recognize that we don't have a strong gratitude practice. I try to practice it myself and I try to encourage it, but I haven't cultivated um, that gratitude practice during this time of COVID and amidst other other things going on. She compares teaching kids to practice gratitude just like we might teach them to practice soccer or the violin and reiterates that it's such a crucial skill for them to learn and something that deserves just that tiniest bit of our attention each day. So I invite you this week at your house to cultivate some sort of gratitude practice, something that can be lasting. And if you've been participating in a gratitude practice over the past week or so, allow yourself to continue it. Find a way to make it sustainable and make it a part of your world. Again, the lasting power of it is borne out in research and also just in life stories. People who are grateful tend to be happier. 
So on this day of Thanksgiving in the United States, I wish you the opportunity to seek gratitude and I offer my gratitude for you. Until next time.